0: This evening's Dharma talk is titled, Just Observe, number two. I already gave this talk. I'm going to keep giving it until everybody gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't add, just observe. Whatever shows up, just that, just that. Whatever comes out of your reaction, whatever comes out of other action, Whatever is happening, please. I have to beg you, just observe. It's possible to do that. It's possible to just, the fancy word I don't use very much is possible to just witness what's happening. Whatever is happening, negative. Whatever is happening, positive. Whatever is happening, neutral, just observe. No comment. Please. There we go, begging you again. Why do I say that? I say that because the way in which you, me, that's all I know about it, because I do it, something arises and we have little comments on it. Something else comes up and then we have little comments about that. It starts to go away and we comment. It starts to come forward. We comment, we comment, we comment, we comment. Elaborate, elaborate, elaborate. We flesh it out so we actually think we're here. We actually think that we have a solid being who's here, who has an existence. This is incorrect. Whatever arises, in your mind, uh, outside of your mind, a tractor coming down the road, adding on to what, who's doing that, what are the, why is there a tractor there? Don't do it. You don't need to do that. You don't need to have opinions on anything. They're useless. Uh, other than in the, in the hands of ego, then there are supports to keep that ego, that, in, that, that self-centeredness that is so distasteful when we see it in someone else. But when we see it in ourselves, it's like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm doing pretty good. Well, at least I'm not as self centered as that guy. Isn't it, isn't it interesting, isn't it? How we can notice how completely in love with themselves other people are, how self centered they are, and how just. You know. Now, this doesn't mean that when you see something, if something comes up spontaneously as a reaction, that you should try to squelch that. That's actually adding. Don't do it. Be genuine, be who you are, have the neurosis that comes up spontaneously, but don't do anything extra. Don't try to get rid of it by actually pushing, judging, evaluating it, and also don't try to get rid of it or modify it or control it by explaining why it's there, who did it, why it's happening, and how it should be shut off or shouldn't be there. For those of you who have studied the great perfection, Zogpa Chenpo this is what this is addressing. It is, it, is, it is helping all of us, all of us who are caught in, the, in Indra's net, who are caught in the net of this and that, and confusion and warfare and winning and losing the eight worldly dharmas. Those of who are who are caught in that, this is a way to practice where you can begin to penetrate reality and see what it fundamentally is yourself. You can do it. Don't believe a word I say. Don't believe a word anybody says. Start now. Don't add, don't subtract, don't divide. Do nothing with whatever, whatever is arising other than to observe it. And when something does arise, you may also be observing how you, you the knee-jerk kind of reaction is to add on to it. It's good, it's bad, it's, it's this, it's that, it shouldn't be, it should be. It's because of this, because of that, blah, blah, blah. So whatever arises probably is going to trigger something in your uh, this whole schema we call a human being. It's probably going to trigger some area, probably right under your armpit, that you've not investigated. If you've investigated, if you know who you are, you can't be triggered. Well, you can be triggered, but you won't do anything with it. You won't try to stop it. You won't try to advance it. You can get intensely angry and do nothing, and no one will even know. But if people know you're angry, unless you're me, of course, I get to do whatever I want. If people know, People can read your that kind of display of irritation, frustration about anything that's arising. You're just showing them the way you have not really trained your mind. You have not really found out who you are. You have not really looked deeply into who you are. Be genuine. How, how can you be genuine? Stop fighting with yourself by blaming others. Whatever arises here is your emotion. Nobody's pouring a bucket of emotion into you. If you have intense feelings about anything, I don't care if someone's sticking a knife in you. It's your nerve endings. You actually abandon reality by blaming someone, even when they're a criminal. Don't do it. Leave that up to the mundane path where they lock people up for doing things. Leave that up to the craziness in society. They eat worldly normas where they're still fighting with what they think is real and unreal. A spiritual path, real and unreal, is somewhat beside the point. Because it is, as Nagarjan has said, it's both and neither. Not this, not that, not Not this, not that, not both, and not neither. If you're in this room, if you're looking at this uh, screen as this uh, old person talks, that means you probably are in a position to be able to understand this. It's not even about meditation. If you understand what this is, you don't have to meditate. Why do we, we meditate so that we can bring the attention down to see this, this still silent point of awareness. If you think something needs to be fixed, you are incorrect. As I said, even someone running a knife into you, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt, and I'm not saying the person didn't do that, but the fundamental nature of that is not separate. You cannot have a murderer without a victim. You might say, what does that mean? Or you might not. And why does that look so obviously? Uh, is, a, is that structured in such a way that we immediately side with the victim? Usually. It's because we, we don't see deeply into it. We don't. And that means we haven't seen deeply into this. See deeply into this, and you won't fight with anything anymore. You also won't miss anything. When I say we won't miss anything, I'm not saying... We won't forget things or bump into a wall or mistake a window for a door and try to go out the window. We might, especially if you're old. Remember that one time? (laughs) 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 That never happened. (laughs) We're going to ignore that. So everything, every time a negative feeling arises in you or you or you or anyone in here, I'm going to point to every single one of you. Anytime you have any negativity at all, Dharma gate. It's not that they caused that. They've got to stop doing that, so I won't feel this way. This is sandbox level. Children blaming. He hit me. The causes and conditions that arise as the next emotion you have are unfathomable. You cannot trace them. So please don't necessarily go to the most recent uh, apparent trigger if you're gonna do that, you might as well go further back. You might as well go back to the three lifetimes before that trigger showed up. Causes and conditions are unfathomable. That's why it's a trap. That's why the whole world is trying to what? Solve problems. That's why no matter how erudite or intelligent or no matter what, what wonderful peacemaker, Mahatma Gandhi, pick one, pick any. If there's no mind training, got problems, maybe a very high level of problem, but you've got problems unless someone has fundamentally seen what this is. If you haven't fundamentally seen what this is, you will automatically judge everything. You'll judge yourself, you'll judge others, and you'll try to correct people. And you'll operate out of what? What are the two? The bandits of hope and fear. These are the little gremlins that are lying in wait to uh, attack your wisdom mind. Hope for something better, fear that it's going to get worse so just observe whatever is happening whatever emotion is coming whatever negative, positive, neutral whatever is happening even though you see the trigger of it rather than ignore what is arising please don't ignore what's arising look at what's arising look at the leading edge of everything that's where you need to look don't go back three and a half, four feet and find out who caused that knock it off or don't, go do something else or continue to blame your world for how you feel. <laughs> uh, yes. Anger that arises that's not a response to a trigger. <clears throat> all passion, aggression, and ignorance are they're all are, are connected. There's relative truth. They're all connected to triggers in some form. But go deeper. You have a. I will sense, especially with you. I sense there's some other thing that you never tell me about that's causing this question to arise. Let's go there. What is it? I think the words uh, you talk about, wrong, John, or something that doesn't self-existent, self-existent. What's anger that's self-existent? There's no one angry. You won't even. It won't even feel like anger. No one will know you're angry. Won't matter. The only way you can have a trigger if things are separate. When I say it doesn't matter, it doesn't mean there isn't something operating there, but it's not separate. There there are no separate beings anywhere. There's a a separating that happens out of hoping for something better and fear of something worse. Does it seem like I'm angry? Motivated. Motivated? Like Tony Robbins? (laughs) What? (laughs) You just said with him that... Won't feel like anger. I did. I lied. With you, it will. (laughs) (laughs) I'll ask you a question, please. What would it feel like? Not just anger, but any emotion. It's. It it would. This is not something you can try to do. What you need to try to do is to. See what's moving, see, just observe, without, without tamping it down, without fluffing it up, and without shutting or turning away from it. See what it is. What was the question? The question that I just asked. Oh. Sure. Are you drawing a picture of me? If I am, it's not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know you're taking notes. Just trying to just get over my anger. So difficult. So mad. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Um, I was just wondering if you could say something more about if you've seen who you are, people won't know that you're angry. Well, I'm not saying that you you wouldn't occasionally get mad or irritated, and people would see that you're mad or irritated. But generally. And specifically, if you're if you're functioning with your awareness in such a way that you're not adding, subtracting, dividing, you're doing nothing, you're not fiddling or meddling with anything, your mind or anyone else's mind, then you can anger can come and go and and not leave uh, uh, an imprint. If you're identified with the sky, that that openness, then the cloud can't leave any um, um, tracks. Is there a way you would distinguish when you're angry and it does not show up and when you're angry and it does show up? I'm a Dharma teacher, so anything could show up over here. I just spent 30-some years looking at this. Now it's time to tell people about it. Keep coming. Does that anger ever show up when there's nobody around to teach? Mm -hmm. Could. Mine. Could. Is there any way to talk about what was... Changed like if I if I'm having an expression of anger, there's usually a great deal of yeah. explanation around it no. And when you're having an expression of anger, what is occurring if anything? <laughs> Let's see if I can remember When's the last time I was mad, you know? When Shoshi time? took all the wall out of the karma house. <laughs> when she did what? Took the wall out of karma house when you wanted to. not she to. Shoshi took the wall out of karma house? <laughs> like two years ago. Well, I've been mad since then. <laughs> How did you know about that? I was scared. You were scared? Yes. Oh, because of the. Because of the. What? Because you're afraid that you might do something like that, you might get mad. At <laughs> Another question on that same. Um, I was also wondering if anger could be replaced with any emotion, including positive emotions. If our expression of positivity is also a lack of understanding. I think it's possible, but but it's not going to be possible unless we first allow ourselves to be angry. When I say allow, I don't know how. But and that means don't don't look for why you're angry. It's just anger, and this is where the word ramdung or self-existing. It's just self-existing. There isn't anyone. There isn't anyone that's angry behind it. No person. Well, I can get horribly mad right now, and you'd think I was mad. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to scare anybody. Some of you have seen me do that. I'm doing it to show off because I like to show people how really really enlightened I am. Yes.
1: Uh, when intense emotions come up and I look at them, why do they dissolve so quickly? Why why do they, like, disappear and I can't find them? But then they reappear.
0: If you're just looking at them, not doing anything, they, they get their energy out of opposition or agreement or ignorance. The three poisons, that's how they get their, their substantiality or their apparent solidity. So if you're just looking at the anger, you know, it just starts to just... I mean, there's no expectation that it will. If you have expect, expectations that it will, I'm just looking at it so it will dissolve, then it probably will hang around for a while. But if it seems, tends to just dissolve and.
1: Well, uh, like it arises and I'm aware of it and um, I'm looking at it and I'm looking at my, the way I point to other things and then um, it kind of slips away.
0: Sounds good to me. And then it comes back. Oh, that's good.
1: Bad. It just seems like doing it over and over and over. Is that a practice and aware?
0: Sounds like it. At some point you won't mind whether it's there or not because it doesn't, it's no, there's no indictment of your, there's no self-centeredness as, as being somehow blamed or, oh my gosh, here I go again. How many times have we said that to ourselves? Here I go again. Or there he goes again. Or there they go again. Or,
1: is
0: there any taking responsibility for, for things that arise? So taking responsibility uh, might be better to say that by just observe what happens. If there's any need to uh, have the ability to respond, then uh, if it's coming out of awareness, then that response will be appropriate. It won't be something you figure out or decide on based on success and failure or correct or incorrect, illegitimate. It'll just it'll be like you won't know how where it's even coming from. It won't feel like there's any uh, particular intention around it. On the other hand, we have we have precepts that all have a lot of intention in them. So we need to train ourselves um, using the precepts to help us give us some kind of a structure. But they're not to be obeyed. Precepts are to be observed, not.
1: Is it any different to say, here it comes again, rather than pointing at
0: the self, or here I go, or they go? Yeah. Here, here. if, if you you seal anger rising or something like that, and if you make any comment, you've just covered it up. You've, you've modified what's arising. And it's a subtle way of, of being in control of it. it isn't, you can't completely, if you could stop it, you would. You would just go, nope, not doing it. It's called ignorance. Where's the lid? that's going to come up, that will get triggered eventually. But to say, here I go again, or here it comes again, extra. Don't do that. And how do, you, how do you work with that? How do you not do that? You see the way you do it without doing anything with it. It's always about the awareness of it, rather than you're aware of it, and now you're going to stop uh, making that comment. That's why it's so difficult. So subtle is because it is the, the self-centeredness is extremely subtle, sneaky. And it masquerades as, as enlightenment. It masquerades as sanity. It ma- it's just always it's, it's so facile with everything that it can, I mean, it's the very nature of consciousness uh, masquerading as a self. So it, consciousness doesn't belong to anybody. It, there's no parts to it. And yet it can completely show up as parts. Look at them. It's an astonishing situation we find ourselves in. You're not, we're not even human beings. We're not not human beings, but we're not just this, where there isn't anything that we are are not, We're consciousness, showing up as living beings. We've been doing this for uh, since the beginningless time. And here we are again. Questions are good. David, we
1: put a lid on it. Is, uh, is there a lid to take off again?
0: Well, I think the sitting practice of meditation kind of starts to dissolve those. So sit and hold still and practice watching what's moving. You might be watching your breath, you might be watching thought patterns come and go. You might be going through something that happened five years ago, but still you're watching what's moving. You might actually leave the room and come back. Sometimes uh, the way I was taught, the idea was to try to stay in the room. And uh, it only took me three or four decades to realize this is how I see this, is to be aware when you leave the room. Not to stay in the room that's manipulation, and that's trying to get a healthy meditator who knows stuff, and is aware, is always peaceful, not impressed. Yes? Is it important to look Well, if you're going to use that metaphor, then I would say, yeah, that might be what you're looking at when you're looking at the wall. You're sitting, you're looking, as I sometimes say, what you're looking for, you're looking at. It doesn't mean you're, in one sense, it doesn't mean that the the lid is, uh, is it. It's seeing the way that what you're covering up is behind it, so to speak. But then once you actually see it, you realize that not only is that it, but the lid is it. There isn't anything separate. Sometimes it takes a few little footsteps this way and that way before we're ready to really see that there isn't anything that is separate. Even the knife in the gut by the murderer and the victim, not separate. It's just a misunderstanding of the nature of things. One that thinks there's somebody over here and thinks there's somebody over here. Lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. This is the way it appears. Don't believe a word I say. I don't believe it. But I don't look away from it. Yes, sir? Is there a difference in the observation of the leading edge and our adding to it? If you're watching the leading edge, to use this, that same metaphor. If you're watching it, you won't know what it is. If you know what it is, then you've already, maybe it hasn't formed in words, but you're already naming it. You're, you're adding uh, the 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 three natures uh, tradition, uh, looking at those uh, that particular model of how the mind uh, functions in terms of uh, uh, delusion is is a part culprit of the, the imputed nature imp- or imputing something onto it because the, the the complete rawness of what that is is threatening to the the self centeredness because if that's not separate then the self centeredness is gone and it, and it needs to, uh, as Trunforn Bocet said, one of the best descriptions of ego is a paranoid insurance policy. It's something you've signed on for somewhere that is parano- paranoia about being overtaken, about being controlled, like we talked about earlier. Yes?
1: Does the leading edge always move?
0: Until it doesn't. At some point there's no edge, there's no, nothing leading, you're not separated from anything anymore. So you'll you just there won't be any there won't be anything to do. You'll just be wherever you're at. You'll be there as long as there's uh, eyes, nose, tongue, body, mind, thinking. That you'll just. But but it won't function to support a, a self. So therefore, you wouldn't even. I'm not saying you wouldn't run away from somebody that's going to stab you, but you would have an idea, some idea of understanding of what that's about, as you. Uh, made tracks so you wouldn't stay there and just out of some kind of idealism well we're all one so kill me not going there with it we still function in a relative situation and an absolute situation at the same time those are when we say not separate we everything you can't find a separate thing anywhere it's separated all over the place and it's very very uh, deceptive and very magnetizing we actually think there's right and wrong What there is is there's confusion, and there's fear, and somebody who's really, really fearful—they're really fearful—they'll cover that over with their ideas, their opinions, their judgments. They know they don't even know they're afraid when they kill somebody, or when they control uh, thousands, millions of people. They they don't even know they're afraid because it's so sealed over with their ideology or their belief or their opinion—all useless uh, wardrobe of, of ego. I mean, useless to ego, but. Harmful to uh, to others. Yes. Can our, our can our adding be something we don't know? Yeah, we we don't know that we're doing it. But that's, this is why the sitting practice of meditation is so helpful uh, to actually beginning to um, look deeper into our, the causes and conditions that arise as our what our mind, our ideas, our thoughts, our opinions, our who we are, what our world is, what we're here or all of that to look deeper into that. So sitting down, holding still and stretching, training, sharpening the mind to see more clearly so that when we get up off the cushion, probably not much is gonna happen on the cushion, except maybe boredom. I'm not saying you won't have some fancy experiences of disembodying or thinking you're by location, all kinds of things can go on.
1: Shane from Texas asks, how should I be genuine with my neurosis if it's harmful to another or causes suffering?
0: Yeah, well, you know, it would, on, uh, it would depend on the situation. I know what you're saying. Um, it seems to be necessary to get, get that into view somehow, and sitting down and meditating is the way to do that. Um, I don't know what extreme is going on there. Maybe you should stay away from those people. If you're hurting them, I, I don't know. That's If you're actually with somebody that you're harming in some way, then find some way to put more space there. One of the ways you can put more space there is say, oh, time to sit. Go sit. Or, or you can even say it more whoopsie, time to sit. That's a good, good word to use. And then they think you're going somewhere to do something that's, you know, all about you, and they'll project onto you that you're, Self-centered, and you're going to go indulge yourself in meditation. Further question about that, Shane, if you have it. Sometimes that's called a relationship. Does our edition always cover up the leading? Probably. Uh, you know, it's there's all kinds of variables in that. I'm just I'm using metaphors to try to point to something that I don't even know how to talk about. It's hard to see this and know how to talk about it. I've been looking at it for a while and only recently, in the last 10 or 15 years, I've been talking about it and stumbling a lot. It's hard to know how to talk about something like this. That's why I tell people, don't teach unless you have to. I'm not saying you can't say the Formable Truths, the Eightfold Path, the 12 Links, you can't describe that or just talk to somebody about how that all works. Of course you can. Don't Don't point out the nature of reality out of concepts about it, just because you can. Jun Chu.
1: Earlier you said it's possible to just witness what's happening without adding, subtracting, and such. Does that mean that you are able to do that, have done that? Yeah, you're able to do
0: that. You're doing it right now.
1: Does that happen simultaneously with the adding and subtracting?
0: It can, because the beginning of that is just to see that you're adding and subtracting without interfering with it, which would be more adding and subtracting. So you have to see the first, that's why Trungpa Jay, his way of teaching this, it literally took me years to understand what he was talking about. I thought about it a lot. First thought, best thought. Very first thing that comes up, I'm to add anything to it. That's, that's bad enough.
1: Is even labeling it first thought, adding? Yes. How do we just witness?
0: Sit a lot. The best place, as far as I know, I'm not saying there isn't another place or another way, is to sit down and hold still with all of the senses open and watch what keeps not being still. When you hold the body very still, your diaphragm moves. And I'm sitting, so I notice if there's any little movements, I'll notice that, and I'll notice my own thought level, which wasn't much happening there. A little bit, a little bit of movement there. It was actually, I'm looking at, on the screen, I'm looking at the... Noticing that the, the, the negative shape inside my thumbs, that's what was showing up when I started to do uh, And thinking, that's backwards. That, like the Buddha, it's backwards. <clears throat> Further questions? I promise not to. When does our witnessing become doing? Well, it's doing. You need to do it. You need to practice. So it's a doing, coming down, sitting down, holding still, doing, doing this. So it's, when you're witnessing, you're actually. Endeavoring to bring your awareness to whatever is moving, so you're sitting, and what if thoughts arise? Uh, you know, it, it, I'm sure you've noticed it's very difficult to even see what a thought is. We we know we have them, but we don't know. Uh, I remember early on, way back when I started reading about this back in the late '60s, or there was a book I can't remember who it was by, but anyway, on meditation. I don't think it was a Buddhist, but they said something about watching where thoughts arise and what they look like and then watch them when they go, I've never been able to see the front and the back of a thought. Can you? If people talk about that. Uh, some teachers do. I just uh, I can't really find any dynamic that you could call dimensional to it. It doesn't seem to have a dimension. It's like in that whole area, there doesn't seem to be anything as t- such as time or space. That's something we impute. We give it space. We give it time, abstractly. Michelle? How
1: can we notice or tell a difference between perceiving and our projections?
0: I think just by practice and and simplifying, holding very still. Find everything that's moving and hold it still without being at war. So you're going to be very still and then look at the perception. I mean, be in the perception of whatever's happening. And notice if anything gets tagged onto it. And notice if you're something is happening, you're seeing something, and you, like I was describing about watching the oval inside my first my thumb and first fingers, looking at that, and then something came up about that shape. So it's not about getting rid of that; it's about just being aware of that. So when things do get very difficult, you actually can see that it doesn't really work; it isn't in line with the way reality is to blame anybody for anything it's it's so uh, to, including this person there isn't anyone here to blame there's no one out there there's an apparent other and a, an apparent self but that's that's as far as it goes they're unreal more michelle we have some time if there's a question can
1: we experience just passion aggression and ignorance without an object
0: it looks like we can Looks like that's a possibility. I mean, it tends to be if it's supported by uh, being upset with someone or something. But sometimes those those kinds of things uh, tend to show up without any apparent uh, otherness to them. So, um, like feeling depressed, we give it we give it the name depressed. Might have a dozen people that all say I'm depressed, but what's actually happening with each person might be completely, quite a bit different than if they were to compare notes. Some people's depression is so intense they they just want to end their life. They just they think that's going to get rid of it. I'm not saying it won't, but probably not. So sometimes you probably notice it. sometimes you feel really good. There's no real reason, so immediately look for well. It must be because I'm drinking more water. Well, maybe it's because I'm fasting. You know, or maybe it's because, because you know, we can go on rather than just whatever's happening is just, it's like blaming the weather for something.
1: How can we work with um, the self being unreal or incorrect without getting caught up in a
0: duality? <laughs> the duality is also not to. The duality is just makeshift, it's just something we do in order to explain things. So you don't have to get rid of duality. So being caught up in a duality would be actually thinking there's a right and wrong, or there's a there's this and then there's that, and that this can be separated from that, when, rather than seeing there are they're part, they're two parts of the thing. So like the old uh, yang and yin symbol, we're all familiar with that, the black and white, showing the unity of plus and minus. The I Ching talks about that more. more
1: response to you said we're always just witnessing can't
0: we see that i think it's that we we want something else we're not satisfied with whatever is happening and we want want something more we want something less we want something different it's the basic teaching of the buddha the four noble truths life is discontent or dissatisf- dissatisfaction and then that experiencing that is has uh, supports that dualistic uh, approach to things of it is and it isn't plus and minus and all around us we're surrounded by polarities everywhere even night and day inside outside life and death go ahead
1: Does just witnessing have a particular feeling or texture to
0: it there's you could feel kind of just like helpless or not much happening uh some chunk the J. I talked about uh, two different kinds of boredom. I thought that's that's a helpful uh, metaphor. He uses a uh, hot boredom or the anxiousness of sitting in, uh, or being impatient, wanting something else, something else. And the cool boredom is uh, you're bored, but you kind of, uh, you can almost say you kind of enjoy that. There's something that's uh, tranquil, not tranquilized, but something is relaxed about a uh, boredom that doesn't really need something else. It's kind of like being in the dentist office, not really being impatient about them coming.
1: If irritation comes up in response to somebody doing something, if it's our irritation. How can we have a conversation with that person without making them wrong or blaming them?
0: I think wait. Since you the way you're uh, saying that, it means that you you understand that it might be good to talk to them about it, but also that if you're if you're seething uh, might be good to deal with the seething. I mean, take, take responsibility to use that same idea, taking responsibility or be, you know, uh, what do they say? Own it. Your emotions are your emotions. And so you might wait until those settle down a little bit and then, uh, give it a little bit of space and then maybe and in our situation here, if you're a temple resident, uh, resident of this, uh, 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 monastery, then what's recommended is that you, you do it as formally as possible. And that, Gives a good container to the, so there's some communication, some cooperation, some collaboration. That person may uh, be able to actually help you with that. So you would sit down face to face. You might even bow, have a formal interaction about something. You could, or it might be just something where once you've settled down, you could say, you know what, you when you said you were going to do such and such, you didn't do it. It just was difficult for me because then I had to pick up the slack there would, I'd like you to try to be res- more responsible for taking care of your uh, part of the agreement If you know, if, you know if somebody's agreed to do something and then they don't do it then you might find out well you know you might find out they have an explanation of why that didn't happen that when you hear it well that's totally reasonable I can see her so sometimes just just tr- you know taking the volume down a little bit just by waiting a little while Rather than immediately, because if you jump right into it, you know, you can, there are going to be bodies everywhere, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you're really upset with, we all know, you know what it's like if you have intense feelings, but isn't there, there, the ego will say, I need to say something now, I'm feeling bad, because you know that if you wait, it's going to die out and die out and die out pretty soon, it's like, you don't want to let them off the hook, you You want them to pay. I'm not saying you all feel that. I'm just saying I feel that way. That's how I'm able to talk about it. So more about that?
1: For me, it seems that there's a lot of discursiveness around the irritation. So it'll come up and I'll think, well, I have to say something now so that I don't let it build into something else. Or there will be embarrassment about the irritation itself. That it's
0: so what's your question?
1: Super- is it, if there's an inkling that it might be helpful to talk about, is it still better to wait?
0: That's, it's a difficult one to, I mean, it's a good question, but it's a difficult for, for me to respond to that based on conjecture and, 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 and vagueness. You know, it's, it's so situational that that might be the very, the, because of your interaction with that person, which it sounds like that's what you're talking about, that might be the very best time to do it. So when we're saying best, worst, good time, bad time, kind of good, not really good, but but really bad but not that bad, you know, we can, we can take ourselves apart trying to figure it out. So and at the same time, we don't necessarily want to be impulsive, but yet we want to be spontaneous. So, you know, impulse, spontaneity. What is impulse? Impulse is coming out of hope and fear, action out of, you know, hope that you can make things better or fear that things are going to get worse, or, uh, and then. Spontaneity is, could happen right away, but it's coming out of seeing a, a, a big, as they say, big picture, really understanding it, that you can actually function in such a way that may be about pointing out some kind of a what, problem or error or misunderstanding or uh, something. Uh, it might be the time to do it right away. So that, when there's a lot of anger there, it's pretty hard to, you know, when, you, when there's some kind of uh, blaming coming out. All, even I'm not making this up. The, the, in the teachings, it says, and you've all heard, heard this quoted, read about it. All dharmas are without blame. This is a, this is a way of, of describing uh, twelve nadanas, the twelve links in the chain of existence. Everything is dependently arisen. Nothing arises and comes. It has its own uh, svabhava, its own self nature.
1: In that situation I think you said something like that might be the best time to say something could be is it possible to miss that opportunity
0: very possible if, if there's a if there's a genuine heartbeat going on uh, I was to say it if there's a genuine feeling of, of wanting to be to be fair and be helpful <coughs> to someone uh, not just about getting uh, getting it off your chest so to speak But uh, if there's some genuineness in that, then even though there might be some anger or some irritation there, it might not be too bad to to do it at that time. If one is doing a lot of sitting practice, those of you who sit a lot, we have people in here who sit a great deal, not just an hour or two a day, a lot more than that. And if somebody is spending a lot of time on the cushion, those of you who sit a lot can attest to this that it it, uh, may not think of yourself as having attained enlightenment, but there's a lot more clarity around it. If there's a, if, there, if you're already giving a lot of um, working with your own mind in a, an open and expansive way, then that tends to carry over, even though there can be difficult feelings and emotions can be triggered, still there's an openness that is not, does not show up in words of like, I'm so open. Uh, or if you say, well, I'm just trying to be open, it's probably, but you could, come out of some kind of genuineness about it and it could happen uh, immediately and could be spontaneous and not uh, uh, impulsive more Good question is the impulse always felt in the gut you've noticed that huh? <laughs> i think it's a combination of the gut and paranoia and uh, they're wanting to defend and and, uh, and like we talked about not wanting to be controlled anybody or anything, not, not wanting anything to control you. And so as I've, I'm just using metaphors, you know, the heart, the mind, the paranoia here, and the hope and fear down here, and it looks like, if, in order to be able to talk about it, with this the heart, not the physical heart itself, but this, some, something about this central area, sometimes called the heart chakra. Something about this area seems to be, even Ramana Maharshi, the, the sage of the early part of the last century, the Indian uh, awakened person he's very specific about it he said two fingers to the to the right of center that's where the heart is So he actually pointed to it not not over here where the blood is being distributed I would say I wouldn't believe that or disbelieve it or ignore it yes um,
1: you were talking to June Shiba um, a container uh, especially in a situation where you get two residents and you have them we've set up kind of containers yeah. um, in our practice the last few days. We did setting up kind of a container for we beginning did. meditators. How do those, or how does that um, take us into what, the,
0: you know, when do, or does it take us to you know, what? using a
1: container in a difficult situation?
0: Well, well, that's um, meditation a training so people can talk to others about meditation and do it in a simple straightforward way that doesn't uh, doesn't meddle with the person's mind and actually allows them to train their mind rather than filling them with some kind of ideas about it so that's a different situation than what we're talking about here I would say and all we're saying is if there's some kind of difficulty misunderstanding between two people probably not a bad idea to sit down hold still uh, first uh sometimes I say look at each other in the eyes for you know. Look at your watch but you know 30 seconds or a minute and just reconnect with your basic energy connection just just do that and then then you could bring up what you wanted to talk about say i wanted to talk to you about this situation that happened three days ago where i, I was upset about that and um I thought we should talk about it and whatever that may be sometimes the other person will be totally surprised that there was even a problem or else they might know, they might say, yeah, I know, I was wondering if you are going to talk to me about that. They might say, I might apologize, I'm really sorry about that. Or any, any possible thing could happen. But it's a different situation than meeting somebody for the first time and sitting down and functioning as a meditation teacher. And the reason for setting up that, those, uh, those uh, practice interviews was not only so you can learn to teach meditation to someone in a very simple, straightforward way that doesn't interfere with them, with their life that's already difficult, but also so you could get an idea of, of what the other end of that feels like and, and realize that you actually are talking about something you know nothing about. If I knew what I was talking about, I couldn't do this. And if you don't understand, you should ask questions. I guess you understand. All right. yes. How do you have verbal expression with something that you don't understand? Pardon me? How do you have verbal expression with something that you don't understand, You mean if you are in a situation like that, where you were talking to someone about it? Were you talking about me or you, or what are we talking about? Um, I guess either of those scenarios. How how were you able to... I don't look for somebody who's understanding it. I don't have some... There's no one here who understands anything. I just said it a minute ago. The understanding of it belongs to nobody. I don't know where it comes from. It just shows up, and I'm not channeling anything. I'm not a spirit channeler or something like that. Just there just isn't a solid being, and there's no solid beings here with any of you. Realize it. It's a realization, not an experience. So when I say don't know, I'm just saying there's no one who knows anything. Yes. So good. How
1: do we practice without understanding?
0: To to see the the. So it's difficult to talk too much about it without going into all the different pra- ways that people are going to use the word not understanding and to to look at you and talk to you about it. So, uh, to try to say it in such a way that it uh, supports everyone, I would say that uh, whatever is occurring, uh, practicing, whether you're doing sitting meditation, whether you're in the kitchen buttering your toast or uh, dusting the snow off your windshield, whatever you're doing, there isn't anything else but that. And that doesn't mean you have to, have to try to imagine that. Uh, all you have to do is just look at it, receive it, feel the snow, look at the snow. And without anything extra, you, if you, what you do is you see that you don't understand anything. We don't, under, we don't know what snow is. We gave it a name, now we know what, we don't know what it is. Look at things if you can. You could actually take anything that you thought you underst- understood, find out what the name of it is, and move the name. What is it? What What is that name covering up? So toast, probably peanut butter. And you you know, it's just, you do that as if you've never done it before. If it's the, last, the only thing you're ever going to do in your life is peanut butter. Nothing leads to something else. Firewood does not become ash, as Dogen says, and gives people such a a difficult time with because because we try to go in for that you know we can try to do it with physics well it must be because of the molecules and because they aren't really changing it's energy changing it's not not about that it's actually firewood is firewood peanut butter is peanut butter the windshield is the windshield it's just that just that and and the feeling of not understanding is terrifying to ego and so therefore it won't quite It won't quite just be present without somebody. Follow me a little bit? You can do this. Anyone can do this. If I can do this, you guys can do this. I don't even have a degree. (laughs) I bet all of you do, though. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with having a degree or not having a degree. I'm just making a stupid joke. I could have gotten it. it That's probably the big mistake I made in my life. I get a degree. I should have gotten a degree in bottoms. So, using
1: the windshield analogy and yes. the snow earlier, you were saying um, to just be aware that you've left the room and you don't have to just be right here. I'm wondering um, how that shows up in the windshield scenario
0: snow, windshield, movement. But without that? Without that, we're. We, we have just enough awareness on that to know what we're doing, but we're in our head about getting in the car, about how, how warm the car is, about what the weather's gonna be like tomorrow, about if we're gonna be late for work, uh, or else just complaining about the weather. I wish it was spring. Always wanting something something else, instead of being there. it's cold. I'm not saying you should take off all your clothes and be a Wimhoffer. <laughs> don't go the other direction so I can really feel like some people I know. So it's not like going another. direction, it's just wherever it's at, it's always presenting itself. What you're looking for, you're looking at. You're looking right at, yes?
1: Does that terror ever change?
0: The terror uh, may hang around, but eventually there's no one who's terrified. The terror may still be there and it may be there uh, may not, but you won't care whether it's there or not. There's no one who's terrified. There's just that energy. The causes and conditions that come from who knows where may show up in such a way that to the ego mind, they're, they're a problem. But to one who has seen through this, seen through this, seen through that, perception only. It's just this, just this, always. There isn't anything extra. It's just the snow. It's just the peanut butter. What was that first example I gave? Wanted to go back to that one because I, I worry about it back there all by itself in the <laughs> past. Windshield? No, it wasn't the windshield. It was the first one. What was the first one I told you? No, it was before then. Nobody wrote it down. Uh oh. <laughs> so it's it's just you know a, this a simple way that it's often said is just be here now kind of thing. I don't teach that because that. That's something that ego tries to do. And it's not about trying to do that, it's just don't get in the way of it. Don't, when, when you see something, snow, you're brushing it, don't get in the way of what you're doing. It's just that. It's just the wall, you're just looking at the wall. This is a Suzuki Roshi taught, Zen mind, beginner's mind. In the expert's mind, the possibilities are few because it's filled with its own knowledge and ideas and paraphernalia. But in the beginner's mind, the possibilities are endless because there's there's no there's no uh, expert there there's no no one there. You're just this is why it feels so kind of scary to go to, uh, go to a job the first time or to start you know, start doing something you've never done before. We want to get away from the beginner part. And so meditation practice offers you the possibility of sitting down and being nobody and knowing nothing. When do you start your job? Monday. Scary. So I've taken a lot too much of your time already. Should we quit? Okay. Thank you.
1: Once again, call your attention to the donation boxes in the hallway. Always ready to receive your generosity. Greatly appreciated. May the merit of this into all places so that we in every sentient being together can realize that we way.